The Chicago Bulls regular season came to a close yesterday against the Detroit Pistons after the Bulls defeated that team in the regular season finale. Now we do have another playing game, at least one, against the Toronto Raptors coming up this Wednesday. We're going to talk about the game against the Pistons as well as preview what may be some of the Bulls' biggest difficulties against the Toronto Raptors right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. If you want to follow me right off the top, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. But let's get into it. The Chicago Bulls had their last regular season game against the Detroit Pistons yesterday in a game that it just seemed like both teams were just trying to make it through the game. It wasn't a too exciting game. It wasn't a terrible game to watch either, but it definitely had the last game of the season type vibes, and it meant nothing, right? It'd be different if the Bulls were playing for something, playing for playing position or something like that, but everything's been locked up for the Bulls for the most part of a week at this point, knowing who the Bulls' opponent's going to be. Now, in this game, uh, the Chicago Bulls did exactly kind of what I wanted to see them do, and that is I wanted to see them come out. I wanted to see them, you know, play a lot of the young guys. I didn't want to see the starters play too many minutes. Starters still did play more minutes than what I was necessarily expecting coming into this game, but outside of that, you know, it, it was it was an okay game to watch. We had uh, Zach Levine leading the way, going 6-15 from the field for 17 points. DeMar DeRozan 7-15 with, with 16 points as well. We also had uh, Dalen Terry actually going 3 of 6 with 10 points, scoring in double digits. And Carly Jones, the G League MVP, going 3 of 6 with 11 points as well. But one of the more, let me not say odd, but interesting things about this game, every member of the Chicago Bulls that was available checked in this game. We had a full 15 players check into this game and all register at least two points. So, you know, everything kind of spreading around there. That's kind of what you expect on the last game of the season when you're really just preparing for a playing game. There's not a whole lot to break down or take out of this game. This was a, it was just a game to watch, right? And it had that type of feel. Pete Will and Vooch did play all 82 games playing in this last game. We had two players out of, I think, only 16 in the league that played all 82. And Vooch, especially being a starter and playing heavy minutes throughout that, Patrick Williams, who, you know, hasn't been a starter every game. He started 65 games this season, but still played a lot of minutes over the course of the season. Shout out to both of those guys for being able to stay healthy and being Ironman on this season in a way for just, you know, playing. And so, you know, Patrick Williams even talked about it, talking about, you know, uh, you know how, how, how much he wanted to and he wants to make it playing all 82, maybe a more regular thing. And, you know, shout out to him for that. Patrick Williams over the course of his career, right, outside of the last season when he got injured, he's played. Most of the games that he's since his career, he played 72 games in his uh, his initial season, which was a full season for that season because it was a pandemic-shortened season. And then, yeah, played in that game against the New York Knicks in which he was injured against Mitchell Robinson that, you know, he only ended up playing 15 games that season. But, you know, Patrick Williams, Vooch being being the Ironman of this Bulls team, and it, it's good. It's, it's a rarity, right? Especially in a time where you see the NBA's now implementing a played games limit uh, or, or, you know, a requirement for postseason awards to have two players that were key parts of our rotation playing all 82 games. You know, it, it's it's an accomplishment within itself. But the question still arise over, like, what the, what is going to be this team? Is Vooch even still going to be back on this team? But, you know, yesterday's game against the Detroit Pistons, just it was a game, right? And that's all I can give it. That's all I can say to it is that it was a game that was played in the NBA. We got to see everyone check in. But it was kind of a weird feel. Terry Taylor having his flashes. Everybody kind of 
having their moments in this game. We even got a Marco Simonovic signing who played eight minutes going one and three from the field for four points in that. In those eight minutes, though, he had three personal fouls and did get dunked on in eight minutes. So, you know, same things are pretty much the same for Marco Simonovic, but we at least do know that Billy Donovan still remembers who Marco Simonovic is. But let's get off of that, right? And let's talk about what's coming on the horizon for the Chicago Bulls, and that is this matchup against the Toronto Raptors. Now, this is not going to be an easy game for the Bulls. It's just not, especially when you look at how important DeMar DeRozan has been for this team and the fact that in last season, against the Raptors just last season, DeMar DeRozan was guarded by OG Ananobi on 118 possessions. On those possessions, uh, DeMar DeRozan is third most of any player also guarding DeMar DeRozan. But in those possessions, DeMar DeRozan only took five field goal attempts, 19 free throw attempts, and the Bulls uh, scored 101 points in those possessions. I know that may seem like a high, but in 118 possessions, that's less than a point per possession. That's not good, right? And so even when you look at DeMar DeRozan in against the Toronto Raptors, I know a lot of people are looking forward to this matchup, and DeMar very well may be as well. DeMar has his lowest scoring output against any team against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know, only taking double-digit shot attempts, I think, in one game. He, he uh, 14 points is what he averages against the Toronto Raptors. That's 10.5 points below his season average and the lowest against any team he's faced this year in uh, in the NBA. So again, the defense of the Toronto Raptors is what's going to be potentially the biggest problem and issue for the Chicago Bulls against the against this team, right? How they attack their defense. And DeMar, everyone has talked about it, right? Levine said, we understand uh, what they do and how Nick makes adjustments and different traps. I think it's going to be about offensive rebounding transition. It's going to be the smaller things to get us over the top. Right. So they understand, at least seemingly, the Chicago Bulls understand they are about to face a team in, in the Toronto Raptors that may, that seems like they have the Bulls figured out defensively. Right. And and the Bull, the Raptors defense has been slightly different against the Chicago Bulls in every game we've played against them so far. It's not like they just want run one specific defensive system that we can game plan for. Nick Nurse is a very smart defensive coach. Right. He makes adjustments defensively. He just on the fly. He does those weird things that always give Billy Donovan type of, you know, issues in in in, in his NBA career coaching. So, you know, it, it's something to look out for. DeMar DeRozan also, you know, well, I'm sorry, Patrick Beverly asked, you know, about what we need from the big three in this in, in this uh, series against, well, one game playing against the Toronto Raptors. He said, how uh, when it comes to Vooch, uh, Levine, and DeMar, how much they get paid? That's where you make your money. That's why you pay them the big bucks to come out and represent. So we know that Patrick Beverly is going to be on the on the Bulls' head of trying to make sure that they give in the effort that we need from the team. But it's a tall order, and it's going to be a tall order for the Chicago Bulls. They are going to need to take the next two days, Monday and Tuesday, to really try to come up with how they're going to adjust when Nick Nurse starts doing the things defensively that Billy Donovan hasn't adjusted well to. And this has been one of my biggest concerns with this team when it comes to a playoff type atmosphere or playing type games or games that really do matter is that the adjustments. And that's one thing that we've been talking about, Billy Donovan, dating back to last season, the lack of adjustments, especially on the fly. And so, you know, we'll see the Bulls have, they, they beat the Toronto Raptors, right? And in those game, in that game, what they had to do was rebound the ball. Well, get out in transition, attack the Toronto Raptors defense before they have a chance to set in. I know that's easier said than done, but this is going to be a game in which the Bulls may want to try to push the pace, but they can only do so if they keep 
the Toronto Raptors off the offensive boards and get out into defense. And they're going to need some offensive rebounds themselves or the Chicago Bulls so they can get opportunities and second chance points. Jakob Poto is an all-star against the Chicago Bulls. Just look at the numbers. He averages like almost 18 points per game against the Bulls on high efficient, like 65% shooting. It gets bad. Also, almost 11 rebounds. You want to try to attack Jacoporto when you can and keep him from completely killing you. And because Nikola Vucevic is such an important cog to the Chicago Bulls um, offense when we're winning, getting him going against Jacoporto is going to be... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Important, but they got they got players down there. They got a lot of length. They have a lot of size. Already talked about how it disrupts the DeMar DeRozan. The Bulls are going to have to play well. They're going to have to come in with a game plan and play solid and play smart and intelligent and act like they know what the hell they're coming in here to do. The Bulls cannot take this team lightly. Not that I think that the Bulls would ever take this game lightly against the Toronto Raptors. If they do, that's their head. But they have to find a way to just get it done. That's it. You have to find a way to get it done. And so, you know, the Bulls season at the, at, in large part has been disappointing. I don't think anyone can take away from how disappointing this season has been as Chicago Bulls fans. And yes, we have some hope now with this play-in. Like, what can happen? I saw some of you guys in the post-game show last night saying that you do think that the Bulls can make it. Some people even think that the Bulls can make it to the second round. I don't share that optimism right now. Not to say that I don't think the team has the ability to. I just don't think that we've seen enough from the Bulls in those tight adversity-type games that is going to lead them to, to being confident in, in how they can attack the Toronto Raptors. But, again, weird things have happened. We have seen this team be able to compete with anyone. We have seen this team compete against the, the teams that are the upper echelon of the NBA. We've also seen them get destroyed by a couple of them. So it really it really just comes down to the game plan. It comes down to how much heart this team has. How are they able to dig in? And do they set that tone defensively, right? These are going to be things that are important for the Bulls in, in this playing game. They Listen, it's a one game. Uh, you're in and you're out, right? And so not to say that anything that happens in the play-in can really fix the disappointment of the season because to me, it doesn't. Maybe it does for some of you guys. And if you're in that spot, I envy you, right? Because I can't be at a place, and I've been saying this for months at this point now, nothing that happens to finish this season changes what needs to be done this offseason from our front office. And so while, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm a diehard Bulls fan, I'm going to be here, we're going to be waving the Bulls flag, we're going to be excited, and I'm hoping that the Bulls can shock the world and win, right? But it doesn't change what needs to happen. And so it's been a disappointing season. It's been a long season. It's been a frustrating season for many Bulls fans, especially the ones that are super passionate about this team. And nothing is going to fix that. But AK and Eversley going to work to really try to advance this team this offseason. We deserve a better team. The players deserve to be on a better team. Hell, even Billy Donovan, if he is going to be the coach of the team, he deserves a better team, right? And so we need more balance. We're not as far away. I, we have tons of talent on this team. I think we need to utilize those talents better in certain areas for certain players. We need to hope that Kobe's uh, development and leaping, if we re-sign him, wasn't just a flash in the pan and it's something that's consistent. It seems like it because the things that he's given us have, are, are all effort things and they seem to be very 
easily retainable things for him. But then we also need a P. Will, Io. We need one of them to actually progress at a meaningful level and rate as well Um, if they're going to still be here, which I, I already kind of said. That. Patrick Williams is definitely going to be here. Io, I want to see him stay, but again, you, you you never know, right? And so this playing game could really show who's, who has that heart, who has that level of determination, who is going to be able to dig in. But it's not going to change the issues that we have internally on this roster right now. It's not. And we do need more balance. We do need more shooting. We do need to run a better offense at times. It's not so predictable with heavy isolation ball. All those things still hold true. But a lot of Bulls fans hold hope, right, as far as for this plan and what can happen. But I don't think anybody really uh, overlooks the fact of it's going to be a long offseason of tough decisions that this front office has to make on how they want to reshape this roster. Is it going to be a full rebuild? No, it's not happening. It's not coming. For the Bulls fans that are hoping for that, I'm telling you right now, it's not coming. But it is going to be an offseason of retooling. It is going to be offseason of reshaping. It is going to be offseason that we could still see a, a, a lot of new faces come to this team, but at the same time, maintaining most of that core. Now, I don't know if that core means that all members of the big three are going to be back. I personally don't think all the big three is going to be back. I think one of them is going to be gone, whether it is DeMar, whether it is Vooch, whether it is Zach. I do think that one of them is going to be gone. But at least right now, we have this playing game, and we're going to see what that goes to and what really they mean. How much can they dig in for the season for the Chicago Bulls? And so here's the question I want to ask you guys and kind of ask this over on Locked on Bulls, but I'm going to bring it over here as well. Next season, while I think we all know that AK, we would do not want AK to try to sell us on another season of continuity, but if AK did sell us on, keep in mind, on our own draft pick in 2024, if AK did try to sell us on a, no, we're, we are going to still add talent, but we're going to look for internal development, meaning we're going to put Dalen Terry in a position where he's going to get a lot of minutes and be a heavy part of the rotation. Or we're going to push Patrick Williams into being a bigger part of the offense, whether that means running things through him or running more uh, uh, scoring uh, plays for him. Whether that means putting Kobe White, who's earned it, I think, if he does resign here, into a into a big, even bigger role than what he had this offseason and see what these guys really have. Right to try to forge them through the fires the way that I titled it over on Locked On Bulls. Are they going to try to really look at these younger players and eliminate the excuses? Eliminate the hey, you don't have time to not be aggressive because we're running eighteen plays for you. Figure it out, or you ain't gonna be here. Right? It may be that time of evaluation. And the only reason why I say that is because if the Bulls do fail, if the Bulls do have another season that's disappointing like this, they own their own first round pick outright. So then at that point, you may be able to look at that team and say, hey. If we do better on our younger players, not to say that we're trying to lose, that we're trying to tank, but if we do thrust these younger players into a role where we have to rely on them more, and if they if they if they sink more than swim, we then do have the benefit of of our own first round pick being a higher first round pick and adding some young talent and influence that way. But then again, you run into the issue with Bulls fans that that have had issues with the way that Acme has drafted, right? So then that presents its own problem as well. So we'll end up seeing, man. We'll end up seeing. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting offseason for the Chicago Bulls. But before we go, I do have one text message. This is from my big bro, Spicy Butter. So we're going to read this before we go. He says this. What's good, little bro? If the Bulls beat playing teams, it'll give us a real look at last year's playoffs because we don't have this Zach or Pat Bev. Here's what I'll say. If the Bulls do make it out the playing, and then we're on that uh, uh, collision course with the Milwaukee Bucks, and it gets us a chance to really evaluate where we stand because that is the same team that we played in the last playoff series last season, I would say this. Like, we still have enough information, but, I, you know, I would say 
that the Bulls going up against the Milwaukee Bucks is a is a great measuring stick, right? To see how far are you? Can you win two games? Can you push it to a seven game series? I don't think they can beat the Bucks because the Bucks are just one of those teams that I look at as a championship level contender. But if you can do those things, where does that then put you, right? Where does that pitch you at as a team? What is how does that inform what you need to do this offseason? I understand where you're coming from, Spicy Butter. And here's what I'll say. It's, of course, one game at a time. Let's see what this Bulls team can do in the play-in scenario first. Let's see if they can be the first 10 seed to even win a game in the play-in. And then if they do make it out that play-in, listen, I'm still looking for the Bulls. While I'm not at that point going to all of a sudden switch and say, the Bull, I, I can see the Bulls winning the series, I definitely would want to see the Bulls compete. In the level of which they compete and who shows up more specifically than if they compete, who shows up in that series, I think will tell us a big thing over who deserves to stay on this roster next season. You guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls, see red, plans coming, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.